Hey, Matt, let's tell our six listeners, or are we up to seven now? I'm not sure, about our new recording buddy, Riverside FM, the leading podcast and video creation platform that's changing the game on how creators record content. Yep, Riverside FM lets you record studio-quality audio and up to 4K video on their platform. Now you can interview a guest a 1,000 miles away, and it will sound like you're sitting in the same room. And it's as easy to use as that meeting app everyone usually uses for recording, but has much higher quality audio and video. And they have a mobile app, so guests can connect directly from their phone and record content from anywhere. After your content is finished, you can easily grab clips to share them across your social media channels. So if you're looking for the final girl of recording platforms for podcasts, webinars, and other video content, you should be using Riverside FM. Sign up today so you can focus on your content and leave the quality to Riverside FM. Use promo code SHIPIT and receive a 30% discount on the first three months of your subscription. That's S-H-I-P-I-T to receive a 30% discount on the first three months of your subscription. When he's talking to Shooter, he's like, I'm going through a divorce. D-I-V-O-S-E. He spells it out. It makes me laugh every single time. Oh, that was funny. I forgot about that. That's so good. The podcast you are about to listen to is an account of the movies which befell a group of horror fans. In particular... Tara Garwood, and her intrepid friend, Matt Lolich. Had they lived very, very long lives, they could not have expected, although they would have wished to see as much of the mad and macabre as we are to see in those movies. For them, an idyllic summer movie became a nightmare, and they loved it. The movies that they watched were to lead to the creation of one of the most terrifying podcasts in the annals of American history. The Scary Movie Project. Hey, peeps. This is The Scary Movie Project, the podcast where we talk about scary movies, share our perspectives as filmmakers, and super love Mountain Dew and Doritos with our spoilery spoilers. I'm Tara. And hello, everyone. I am Matt, and I'm talking really slowly, but I'm going to stop talking slowly. Yep. I'm just being stupid. <laughs> um, <laughs> you know, some windows should never be open, but we are going to nope. open the window for 2004's Secret Window because it's awesome, and I love it, and I want to talk about it, and um, Tara, should you and I talk about it, or should we talk about it with somebody else tonight also? I think we should talk about it with somebody else. And how about Cameron Baker, who is the host of the Unwanted Things podcast, where he reads short horror stories and interviews people in the horror world. Welcome, Cameron. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Woo! Oh, thank you. Yeah. Oh, you're you're too 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 I think that's a, uh, a great idea. Let's, let's, we're, we're happy he's here. This is wonderful. Thank you, sir, for joining us. Oh, I'm, Yes, thank you for coming. I'm super excited about it. Uh, this is actually, when you emailed, I think there were a couple options, and I forget what it was, and this is actually one of those movies that I really like, but for whatever reason has kind of like a bad reputation, I think. like It's, mm. it's really a good movie. So yeah, I will I say, I, I love it. I, 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 I remember watching it when it came out, and I mean, I love Stephen King. Now, I, I will mm-hmm. say, I, I'm embarrassed to say this, 
I have not read Secret Window, Secret Garden, which is what this is based on. I short wanted story. to talk about that. I was curious. We will. I know you guys so are I, obviously. I haven't read it. Yeah, I read almost either, everything, so but I haven't read. You'll be our expert. <laughs> yeah, no, you guys are, are are horror files, like so. I, I was curious if you guys had read it or not. Um, That's what I said. I feel embarrassed saying it. I, I just <laughs> I, I just haven't gotten it, it, it. It's a short story. It's not a novel though. It's just uh, but I haven't yeah. gotten yeah, a chance to read. Yeah, it's one it. of his short stories. Yeah, yeah, I have only read The Shining mm, by you're Stephen off, King. You're so. off the show. I know. I need to get. I need to get. We're like, now hiring replacements for Tara, so please send your applications to me. Oh, that's so sad. <laughs> yeah, but even his books that are kind of well, I, the Tommy Knockers, like that was actually a good book to me. The movie, not so much. Was that a mini series that I'd never seen? That actually, no, it, I can't remember if it was a mini series or a movie. But I remember mm, I watched it years okay. ago. Like stayed up too late, and I was like, oh, what's this? Yeah. Stephen King. I watched it and I right. watched the whole thing. But like, wow, this is incredibly bad. <laughs> and then eventually read the book later and I was like, oh, well, that's weird. The book was much, much better than the, the, whatever the show was uh, or movie. But yeah, check, check right. it out yeah, just because uh, yeah. bad, even bad stuff is fun to watch sometimes. Yes. <laughs> you know, I realized I've always watched more horror and read more like sci-fi and fantasy. And I really should rectify that and read more horror. Um, I just realized that. I was like, I Everyone don't read should. horror usually. Yeah. Yeah, reading right. horror definitely gives you a different, um, a different feel. It's a different kind of like creepy feeling. Like, uh, yeah, it kind of sticks with you more. I think when you read a good horror book, like it almost makes me want to check the closet more than you know. Are say, you like, um, <laughs> are you like Joey on Friends when he read The Shining and had to put it put it in the freezer when it scared him? <laughs> Honestly, like I, I am for somebody who loves horror. Yes. My wife laughs at me all the time. Like I'm actually like really like scared of stuff like it, it gets in my head and like I, I definitely like even our son's closet like I make sure it's closed every night I don't actually monsters, think there's anything man. in there but oh, it's just monsters like, in there it's just OC I, I've done it my whole life yes so, so she'll leave his door open and I'll walk over and close it <laughs> she's like you're gonna give him a I complex I'm like well opposite. stop doing it <laughs> like and I won't do it I did completely the opposite I decided there were ghosts in my closet and the best way to deal with them was to open the closet door and make friends with them oh I like that idea so that they <laughs> would protect me from anybody else yeah not me I was the um like one foot on the steps as I go to shut the lights off. Right. <laughs> and then as soon oh. as they're off, I'm bolting up the stairs. Right. <laughs> I, was, I, I was definitely did not make friends with the skeleton that I thought was under my bed. There you yeah. go. Yeah. No, so no good. That no. I was like, not definitely like clown. three feet away from the bed jumping in. Not as bad as the clown <laughs> under the bed in Poltergeist. Holy crap. No. Ooh, anyway. <laughs> but yeah, the anyway. thing I love, the thing I love about <laughs> reading this stuff is, you know, all the King, all the books is, there's that level of disappointment, though, in a way, because when you read the book, you finish it, you have the characters in your head, what they look like to you, and then yeah. you see them in the movie, and you're like, that's not that person. <laughs> yeah, that always stinks. I'm, I'm really worried about, uh, not it's not them. horror, it's more fantasy, because um, I will say, mm -hmm. I, I'm similar to you, but it wasn't so much sci-fi. I've read way more fantasy than I have. So horror. do you like Dark mm -hmm. Tower from Stephen King, then? Um, see, that's one I actually never did read, and I don't know mm. why. I haven't read it because fantasy is not my thing. But I haven't either. people I love that. that stuff. There's like four or five volumes of it. So yeah, yeah get into it's that. what I need to get into. I think part of it was because I, I found Gunslinger. Uh, a while. I mean, it's been years now, but it took me forever to read. It's like 15 books. It's the the Wheel of Time. Mm. Series, mm -hmm. um, and it's great, but they're coming. I out dropped off after a while. <laughs> it, it it took it was a commitment. It, it took me several years to do it, but eventually I finished them, and now they're doing an yeah, Amazon series. 
and uh, that, to tie it in, that's where I'm so worried about this series that I spent years reading, and I have an image in my head of how these characters are. Right. And now I'm I'm super excited for it to get its its roses and get the Amazon series, but also I'm like they better not screw this up. I know that's the thing. Yeah, <laughs> it never I, works. Out. I feel that for sure. Um, I felt that way with Game of Thrones, and then I started watching the TV show and was like, wait, this is better than the books. I'm just going to watch the TV show from now on. Cool. Until yeah. the end. Until the end. Very right. Until the end. Faster. Yeah, and then it went. <laughs> okay, so we're here to talk about Secret Window, though. Let's do it. Yeah. yeah. So let's talk about the movie we're here to talk about, because um, otherwise we're just going to like go off and never talk about it. So this was directed and written by David Coop, don't know. That's him. how you say his name. It's probably K-O-E-P-P. something weird like K O E P P. Maybe cape. cape. It's probably cape. something weird like that. Could be, could be cape or cope. Yeah. Cope. Something like that. Anyways, he wrote it based on the the novella by Stephen King. Yes, he novella, also wrote. Yeah, he also wrote Jurassic Park, hmm. Mission Impossible, really? Death Becomes Her, and oh my Indiana goodness. Jones and the Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. Uh, so I had no idea about that. Do you, do you remember Death Becomes Her back in the early 90s? Yeah. You guys, did you guys? Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Love <laughs> that movie. That, I need to in pull fact, that up again. I oh, think man. we could make a case for doing that on the show. I absolutely think you guys Why not? I think show. we could I haven't absolutely seen that do that on the show. Decades, but yes, That's such a great movie. Oh wow! Um, and then the the music was done by Philip Glass and Jeff Zanelli. Okay. Philip Glass, he writes very avant garde music. Yeah, he's one of the great the modern American composers. Like sure. he's amazing. Sure. Um, and his stuff is just wild. It's really cool. Um, so to dive in, yes. Johnny Depp, Mort Rainey. Is this our third? Johnny Depp movie now at this point, <laughs> at least. Yeah, it's, I, I yeah. love him. He's great, so that's cool by me. But yeah, he plays like the same. And actually, this is one that I think he he kind of differs. I was going to make the joke that he kind of plays the same character all the time, because there are similarities between a lot of them. But I do think in this one, okay. this Mort Rainey is very different. Uh, yeah, he's that I think his normal character. <laughs> that's for sure. Yeah, I I, I think yeah. he's. Uh, much more of a normal person. Like I, I think he has mm-hmm. like similar mm-hmm. mannerisms in certain movies. But this one, as I was watching it, I was just like, wow, like more really different like differentiates from more obviously rain. you know, your other ones that he's had. Like uh, I can't think of any names right now, but there are a couple movies where you're like, ah, that was very similar well, acting. We love we we always mention we love the ninth gate. Dean Corso mm-hmm. is the character he plays in that movie. Love. So. Yeah. Actually yeah. when I was looking this movie up because uh, I wanted to watch it a couple of times because I didn't want to sound like a dope uh, when we talked about it. Uh, I, I was went on Amazon, and they, they had Ninth Gate, and uh, I think it's uh, From Hell, like, also okay. like, right there. So um, I love me some Jack the Ripper. And yeah. From Hell, the graphic novel is awesome. Yes, the graphic novel is so good. <laughs> and the movie, eh, I mean, okay, eh. I, I shouldn't say that. I like it all right. You know, this is for this is a conversation for another time. But yes, he is Inspector uh, Aberlein or whatever, mm-hmm. right? From yes, okay. I, I I mean, we should do From Hell just so that we can talk about the graphic novel. <laughs> yes, <laughs> just get the word out. And, and, like, and, and here's how it's different from the graphic novel and why the graphic novel I is so much better. To make a short film about it, and I never did, but I have an awesome trailer that I made that I should give to the world. Yes, I should share it. Yeah. Oh, anyway, so good. Continue. So. Johnny Depp, <laughs> playing Mort Rainey, sits in a car, 
and he tells himself to turn around and get out of here. And he does, but he stops and he goes back and he's going back to a motel. Then he sneaks behind the desk and he grabs a room key and then he goes into the room where his wife is having sex with another man. Sure is. In and snow- we don't fully know this yet, but I mean, it's blizzard, pretty clear. Right? It's in a blizzard, isn't oh, it? Oh, yeah. yeah. Or, or is it a raining? storm, yeah. Um, I don't know. It's some yeah. sort of storm. Um, and so then the credits appear and they're over a lake and a peaceful cabin sitting by it. And on a balcony in the cabin, there's a desk. And it's like a, not a balcony, like a loft. Mm-hmm. Um, the There's a desk and the dog is sleeping nearby. So can we talk oh, about the amazing, the amazing opening shot, by the way, that crane shot that comes in and goes yes. into the window, by the way, that composite yeah. shot, I think. Oh my there goodness. There are a couple yeah, shots so it comes the over the lake. Think, like, uh, there's another one I wanted to talk about later. It's oh, almost man. unnecessary what they did. But it was cool. Oh, so uh, yeah. cool. <laughs> like, well, I'll talk about it later when, when we yeah. get to that part. Um, but I, I looked up shot. a couple things, too, about uh, the show, too. So I had some input. I found a couple interesting things about that opening scene. Yeah. Uh, oh, cool. Uh, some IMDb, some other stuff from around the internet. But I saw. So one interesting thing was when he's in the car um, in the beginning. Um, he looks in the, the rear view or the driver's side mirror. Um, and it has the sticker on it that says objects are closer than they may appear. Right. That's only on passenger side. Meters. That's yeah. That's on the other side. <laughs> but for whatever reason, oh, they, I didn't notice that. I love, I love little little things like that. <laughs> I do too. I, I love like great. in the beginning of movies. That's one of my. I love to get there early and see yep. all the dumb little things that go by. Mm-hmm. Um, but that was one that I found. And then also, uh, I saw that. Um, let me get my little paper here. I had some notes. Um, right. It was. I thought I wrote down the pronunciation, but I didn't. Uh, Cape Kep however you say his name, he really wanted that scene to be authentic. So he had uh, the two in bed for like 15 minutes, not knowing when Johnny Depp was going to bust in and or okay. what he oh, was yeah. going to do. That's um, good. So, so when he busted in, some of what you saw was pretty authentic. They had no idea when Johnny Depp yeah. was coming in there or what yeah. he was going to be doing when he did. So I thought oh, that was pretty that's, cool. As an actor, I'm like, that just makes me, that already gives me like the sweats just thinking <laughs> yeah. about it, like being there, mm-hmm. like waiting. And after I read that and I watched it back, I think it did kind of help that scene too because I kind of tried to put myself in that mm-hmm. what, what Johnny Depp was doing. I thought he did a great job because trying to mm-hmm. like you're so mad, but then also like wow, like my life is going away, like everything sucks, the anger, and then mm-hmm. you kind of learn what well, we don't need to talk about some stuff that happens later. Uh, but uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, anyways, uh, I don't need to blabber on we'll too much spoil it when scene. we get there, <laughs> we'll get there yeah. <laughs> no it's a good scene and then so then they go into the credits and the lake and that great shot into the window and there's the balcony in the cabin and there's a desk with the dog i think the dog's name is chico so yeah that sounds Milo. right what, maybe it was chico. Nah, chico that is right yeah yeah i think it's chico and so right. he's laying nearby and um the desk has a computer on it with writing open but Mort is sleeping on a couch downstairs in a tatty bathrobe, not That's writing at his desk. Pretty much all he does. Um, so, uh, so someone knocks on the door, and Mort goes to answer it, and it is John Turturro as John Shooter. Um, and John Turturro's son apparently convinced him to do the movie because yeah. he's like a huge Stephen King fan. Oh, cool. So and that's how we awesome got him. Actor, like I, I, I loved him. I think the first movie I oh, really remember fantastic. him from was Oh Brother, Where Art Thou? And mm. I, I don't know why. I just loved him in that yeah. movie. Um, it's such a. But good every movie. he's one of those actors that every time he shows up, I'm like, oh, 
Yes, I'm so glad he's in this yes, movie. Guys. Yes, <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes, love him. Right. Um, um, but yeah, I, I, had, I saw something interesting about that scene too. Uh, when when mm-hmm. he so when they open the door uh, and Shooter is standing there. Something I didn't notice the first time, but I watched it the second time, and the dog just goes right by Shooter and does not pay him any mind. Huh. So yeah, again, don't have to talk about it or what it means, but the dog just does not pay any attention to this person that is at the door. Yeah, so listeners remember that when we get a little (laughs) further in here, and you'll know why if you didn't already watch the movie and don't already know why. (laughs) You will find out soon, or not too soon. (laughs) Yeah, I thought that was... I didn't catch it the first time, but the second time I, I, I noticed that, yeah, just... Yeah, I've watched this movie a few times, and I never noticed that. Yeah, I never... That's a good one. I never paid attention. So John Shooter says, you stole my story. Yeah, you stole except my... Except he says it... Yeah, except he says it in a really bad <laughs> accent. accent is, you yeah. St- yeah. I, I, I haven't done it in a long time. I got you. Yeah, he's always like, yeah, Mr. Rainy, whatever. You stole my story. <laughs> you stole my story. And I'm going to get I can't that. do it. You're yeah. so much better at that yeah. than I am. He's not quite to the uh, uh, mashed taters. He's not quite that He's got southern. that draw. <laughs> you stole my story. Yeah. <laughs> So Mort tells him to leave, and John leaves in his car with Mississippi plates. And then Mort opens the door and sees that John has left his manuscript that he was trying to give to him. And it's for a book called Sewing Season. Um, S-O-W. Yeah. Sewing Season. (laughs) Um, And uh, Mort throws the manuscript in the trash, and he goes back to sleep on the couch. And then later on, Mort sits at his computer... Still not really writing, though. He's just no. sitting at his computer. And the, um, I guess it's the housekeeper or the landlady is downstairs right. cleaning. And um, he decides that what he's writing is bad and he deletes it. Yeah, I, I like that part. He's like, he's yeah, like, you know he's what? Like, just, no bad writing. Just bad writing. writing. Hmm. Just that, bad writing. That takes yeah, care no of that. bad writing. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was pretty funny. Just I mean, it just seemed very, very... Uh, very normal. Like, it didn't seem like acting. It just seemed like it had somebody who's tried to write. Like, I feel like I've done that before. Like, right. <laughs> it felt very much like yeah. a writer. Because yeah. I've written some stuff, too. And, and I know Matt has. And you're like, that's just bad. That's yeah. just, What am I doing? That's yeah. horrible. You that's spend... what everyone thinks about everything they've ever written. I mean, Stephen <laughs> King, we're talking about him. He threw, what, Carrie or something in a drawer in a garbage can. And his wife was like, that's no, crazy. this is good. So, it, you know, oh people think that way about everything they do. That's just the way it is. Yeah. Yeah, but sometimes Definitely. you just stare at that paragraph for 15 minutes, and then you just delete it. Like, you know what? I'm just right. gonna we're yeah. just, yep. just start it no, differently. It's gone. It's <laughs> gone. That's why they say it's. I hear it's good to write it out and just write like, it in pen because it. then yeah. you can't completely lose it as much. Like you right. can't just erase it and get rid of it. You can't delete it from the computer and never have it again. Right. You just like it's there. Yep. I do not because my handwriting is god awful. So <laughs> I was just about to say the same exact thing. I do not do that because of the same reason. Uh, especially if it's like bad. thoughts are coming quickly and I'm really trying to oh get this thought this idea down. Right. The next day mm-hmm. I'm like I I got about six words out of this and I wrote it. I don't know what I was talking yeah. about. Yeah, <laughs> I'm absolutely the same. Um, so he gets downstairs and he notices that the manuscript isn't in the trash anymore and the housekeepers are rescued it from the trash. I think it's Mrs. Garvey. Yeah, Mrs. Yeah. Garvey okay. has rescued it from the trash. And so Mort starts reading the manuscript sewing season. And he spills his drink, his his I think it's Mountain Dew, because he's yeah. 
like the whole time he's drinking Mountain Dew and eating Doritos. It's like <laughs> kind of the most awkward I'll product the, placement ever. I'll take the Doritos, <laughs> but uh, Mountain Dew, Mountain Spew, no way. Yeah, no Mountain Dew for me. Not for me. Mm. No, no. And I prefer Fritos to Doritos no. personally. Ooh, but nacho that's cheese just Doritos, me. man. That's See, the way no, to go. I'm, I, I like to hurt myself, so I am all about like the the uh, the the what's the the flaming hot Doritos. Oh, those are those uh, are good. Yeah. See, if I'm gonna eat Doritos, got to be Cool Ranch. All right, there so go. here's what you got to do. You got to do well. Tacos the best, actually. But what you got to do is you got to do the <laughs> the roulette, where you get the bag where it has the super hot and the regular nacho cheese inside. Yeah, but you don't know it's one you're getting. <laughs> They have that for real? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've seen it. You think I mess around with Doritos? You think I joke about Doritos? Really? Come on. (laughs) Pardon me. I apologize. (laughs) You take your Doritos very seriously. They are delicious. Yeah, as as does uh, Morton Rainey. Yes, yes, as does more. Speaking like, of him, we've gone in that scene off the when rails he's, he's here. Like, oh, okay. Uh, <laughs> no, I'm just saying. Uh, but yeah, as he's fumbling through the drawer to find his cigarettes, he's just like emptying a bag of Doritos into the yeah. drawer. Like, why would oh, the cigarettes yeah, yeah. have he's, been in the bag? He's so disheveled. Like, he just. Yeah, he's he's such a mess. Yeah, I love it. Yeah, that gave my OCD brain just like, oh, he's got to oh. clean that drawer out. It's all. <laughs> he's got to yes, clean everything he's out. So now, messy. Man. He really is. So messy. So Mrs. Garvey comes to clean up the Mountain Dew that he spilled. And he tells her that, you know, she says like, oh, I, I, you know, rescued your, it's your manuscript. I rescued it, whatever. I, it shouldn't be in the trash. And he was like, no, it's, this isn't my story. Yeah. Um, and then he goes to find his book of short stories and he has written the exact same words. Yeah. I I like that part too, when he's talking to her and she's like, oh, I get it. You, you writers, you and your pseudonyms. He's like, no, this is not my story. (laughs) Or like, like this. (laughs) Yeah, he's like, no, 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 I, I did not write this. Um, and then we cut to, he has like, he sees Amy at the window, his wife Amy at the window in the cabin. And it's like the window up on the balcony, the little window. And, and she says, it's a secret window and it'll look down on a secret garden. And so it's like back when they were doing well. And I guess they just started, they've just started getting the cabin. Um and like everything is the same. And yeah. so then he rummages through the desk drawers, drops Doritos everywhere <laughs> while he gets a cigarette. And um, I can't remember what brand he smokes, but it. I don't remember either, yeah. Yeah. L- L&M's or something? Oh, was I don't it know. L&M's? I, I, think, oh, I think that's what it was, actually. Yeah. Was that it? Okay, so he, he gets his cigarettes. <laughs> And um, we're cigarettes. dropping brand names all over the podcast, too. So I guess I can hardly make fun of them for Old doing the movie. Cigarettes. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, totally. Um, so Miss Garvey come upstairs, comes upstairs and he like hides the cigarette and he's like trying to get her to leave so he can smoke <laughs> yeah. his damn cigarette. Right, right. And she um, she basically tells him like, well, that his wife is missing out. Like she gives him like right. a little speech, a little like pep talk. S- some about, women like, don't know what they're missing, you know, or don't yeah, know a good man when they have it. Some women just don't know. Yeah, some women just don't know what they have. And um, and then she leaves, and he smokes his cigarette. And then he lays back down on the couch, and he dreams of John Shooter like rattling the door. Yeah, yeah, and uh, there was something I'm pretty sure. It was this scene. Was this the scene too, where there was the uh, the ocean, right? Or is that's that... later. That's later. Okay. 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 That's a little later. Is the ocean? Yeah. I know, because you have trivia there too, don't you? Yeah, <laughs> yeah I know. Wow. I yeah, saw the there, same trivia. So much trivia. We're okay. here. We're here. So Mort's wife calls to check on him, and he asks her if she remembers secret 
window and if he was like into anything weird then. And she's like, besides Jack Daniels? <laughs> and he says, you know, yeah. And he's very passive aggressive and she just hangs up on him. Um, and then he goes outside and John is there and he asks if he read it. And you read, we read my story. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. And John says, well, you know, I wrote the story seven years ago. Or he's, uh, sorry, John Shooter says, I wrote the story seven years ago in 19, you know, he wrote the story seven years ago That's right. yeah. in 1997. <laughs> and Mort tells him, story. <laughs> and Mort tells him, I beat you by two years because his was published in a right. magazine in 1995. Yeah, he just tells him drop it, and he goes to walk. What do Which you mean is, drop it? And and and, 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 and mm-hmm. this is mirroring Stephen King because he had these stories. He's had stories written and published in magazines. Like it's a totally a page out of his life. It's oh yeah, cool. oh yeah, yeah. And so so John threatens to go to his house and ask his wife for the for the magazine, and um, he tells Morton he'll give him three days to get the magazine and show yeah, him three days. And the magazine, by the way, is called the Ellery Queen Mystery Magazine. And Timothy Hutton, who is who is in this, who yes. plays uh, the new boyfriend, Amy's new boyfriend, his father, Jim Hutton, starred as Ellery Queen in the 1975 television series, Ellery Queen. So we'll also notice, notice <laughs> mention that uh, Timothy Hutton, remember, mm-hmm. is um, in stars in The Dark Half, the movie The Dark Half, yes, which is a yes. Stephen King book. Mm-hmm. Really good book, love the book, and the movie not so terrible. Yeah, so ah. it's kind of cool to have him come back into another Stephen King universe. Yeah, he's really yeah. cool. Yeah. Um. So Mort sits at the kitchen table as the faucet drips, and then he lays on the floor with Chico the dog and gives him a bite of his sandwich, which I mm. thought was really cute and like yeah. very kind of sweet and human. Right. Um. And then he goes back to the couch and he falls asleep. And this is when he dreams that he's on a ledge over the ocean and he wakes up abruptly and it's night. Yeah. So here you go, Cameron. I'm pitching it to you. <laughs> Can I say uh, one thing? Sorry. I'm, I'm like totally ruining your... I'm just going to say, like nothing horrible has happened yet. And at this point, can I have his life? Can I just like hang out at my uh, cabin by the lake and just sleep all day, please? That, yeah. Thank you. Sign yeah. me up for that. Just yeah. Sign, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sign yeah, me up. And... and "Quote unquote," right? Work, work. yes, right. Yeah, yeah. air quotes, uh, working. Yes. But yeah, in his in his nap between his work, uh, the there in this dream he's having uh, shows the the ocean, and that uh, footage was actually supposed to be used for the Jurassic Park film no uh, that uh, Cape Kep had worked on. Huh. Um, years yeah. ago, just some B-roll that they used, and it's been beautifully repurposed. How about that? <laughs> yeah, yeah, they, yep. you know, had that stuff sitting on a shelf somewhere and decided to use B-roll. It. I mean, yeah, it gets used over and over again. Why the heck not? Yeah, wasn't there wasn't there a shot we said we did with that in The Shining? It was from something else where they they're in oh, the yeah. VW Bug going up the hill. Really? Yeah, that was from something else yeah, too, and that they that. just I used it. I can't remember it. what. Because that oh, was yeah. the one I will say. I, like oh I said, my god, I, you just gave me like thrill <laughs> saying I remember you guys talking about yeah, it. Yeah, because like, yeah. I, I really, I really do listen to the show. I will say the only I do not listen to movies that I have not seen. So, right, that's <laughs> because I, I get think a I lot get of people show. do that. So, um, but I've seen most of them, and the ones that I've seen, I like to go through because you guys uh, say things that I don't know. Um, oh, plus it's just I, one thing. I guess we probably should have talked about this at the beginning of the show. I love. Um, like these kind of conversations and you guys mm-hmm. do that thing that 
you kind of want from a podcast where it feels like I'm part of the conversation even when I'm not and even though right now I actually am I but. think we have a new well, I think we have a new tagline we say things you don't know <laughs> <laughs> the scary movie project saying things you don't know since 2020 ah, very good I like it um, but yeah I, there was I one thing it. I want to talk about from the scene before too I forgot I wrote it down I loved oh, yeah. when he talked to um when he's talking to Shooter, he's like, I'm going through a divorce. Divorce. He spells it out. It makes me laugh every single time. Oh, that was funny. I forgot about that. That's so good. Oh, divorce. I wrote it down. I didn't want to forget. No, that's a great one. I let it go by, but I wanted to bring it back up because that part is awesome. That's great. That is a good part. Okay, so he wakes up abruptly and it's nighttime. And the window is open and there's a note taped to it. So he goes outside and the front door light is broken. And the sign says, you have three days. I am not joking. Yeah. No police. <laughs> and then he finds that Chico has been stabbed dead. So which he, yeah. I can't with that. But especially you can do, you after can do, he just fed him part of his sandwich. No, you, you can do yeah. anything you want to people. I don't care what you do to them. But you go and kill the dog. I'm sorry. That's yeah. yeah. Animals and uh, since, since I've had kids, I really can't. Oh, children, yes, of course. I, I can't do movies. Like, I used to be able to watch them, and of course, like it was cringy and you didn't like it. But like, I, it it really messes with me now. Like, especially like if my son's upstairs sleeping, because that's usually when I get to watch movies. Like I just want to go look at the right. monitor and just just make sure he's cool. Right. right. <laughs> so many of my, my friends movie. who have kids say that they're like, I can't do stuff with kids anymore. I just can't. Yeah. Like, no, yeah, I, I can. I, I get it. So I definitely the, yeah, can still totally do it, it, but it, uh, it it messes with me a little more than, than it used yeah. to, I'll say. In the uh, Conjuring at the very beginning when um, they're just getting in the house and the dog um, ends up being killed in like the first like 10 minutes of the movie, which is bad enough. The dog's name is Sadie, and that's my dog's name. I remember mm. watching mm-hmm. it for the first time. Like, this movie is not getting off to a good start. <laughs> no, no, I'm not okay no. with this. Let me tell you oh, something. That's so bad. If I knew some dude was after me like messing with me like that and i found my dog dead and i thought it was him i'm sorry i'm going after that dude and i'm going to kill you i'm going to end your yeah, life my if you killed my, dog. my family like you know, we we uh, oh, I'm, yeah. kill I'm not sure if the audio gets left in from when i interrupted the show because i thought my dog was barking <laughs> but uh, uh even the loud one that's my baby she's a big 90 pound baby and she knows yeah. it Aww. you're gonna you're gonna pay if you did that to my yeah you're you're gonna pay oh. and- <laughs> And that's what Mort says. He yeah. says, I'll get you for this. Like, yeah. he's already, like, he's going. Yeah. yeah and um, I will say, too, throughout this movie, Mort doesn't really have, like, what I normally associate, like, what a movie's, um, like, writer type is. Like, he's a little more tough than, like, going into mm, certain situations. Yeah. He's a little more crass than I would expect. Uh, like, we'll talk about a scene later with Teddy. He's a little more... Uh, I don't know, ready to fight than I would expect. He's, uh, he's not refined. Right. No, yeah. From, rough from around your the junk edges. writer type. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. But uh, yeah, it, he, he surprised me a little bit with how, how ready he was to kind of go to war in certain situations. Yeah, oh, yeah. definitely. Sure. Sure. Um, so the next day, Mort goes to see the sheriff, and the sheriff is doing needlepoint because it's good for because his arthritis. arthritis. Sewing season. Which I, is another, like, little... <laughs> oh, sewing. <laughs> sewing. Yes, yeah, sewing S-E-W Very season. Good. Very good. Very nice. Um, so I love that, too, because it's another moment where it's like, he's not a very big character, but he gets this little, like... 
yeah. quirk that makes him very human. Yeah, mm. just kind of showing you this is just a small town sheriff. Like, bad things don't right. happen here. Aw, right, shucks. right. Yeah. Right. And Sheriff Newsom isn't really sure that killing an animal is a crime, but he says he'll look into it. <laughs> sheriff yeah. Newsom, I say you are wrong. Yeah, yeah. I, 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 I'm not going to agree with that one. That's ridiculous. Yeah, what he's like, is that a crime? Me? And he's like, of course it is. Like, it's got to yeah, be he's sure like, It's, it's at least animal cruelty. Like, yeah. come on. He's like, oh, yeah, you're probably right. <laughs> like, oh, yeah. Sure. <laughs> Look into it. Yeah, awful, awful sheriff. He needs to step his game. <laughs> yeah, he's he's maybe a little past his prime. <laughs> so Mort goes to see a P.I., Ken Karsh, Rock. for help. Rock, right? Well, you guys remember Rock, the TV show Rock, I hope? And he's an alien. Yes. He's an alien three also. Yes, so. Charles Dutton. Love him. Charles, Charles S. Dutton. Yeah, Charles S. Dutton, I believe. I loved Rock. That was a great <laughs> Pardon show. Pardon me. And then he was Don't an alien. Don't want to forget the S. He was an alien three. I, I like him. He's a good actor. Yeah. Yeah, he's really good too. And, they got and the a notes, lot of great actors. In uh, this. I wonder if you had the same trivia too, because this is all most of mine is from IMDb. I will say to give whoever it was that had uh, the credits. Mine for all it. comes from Wikipedia. There you go. <laughs> uh, um, Ving Rhames was supposed to be, or they, he was offered a role in this I movie. I can see that. Okay. So, and he couldn't because of a uh, schedule conflict. So, okay. mm-hmm. what I say, based off certain characteristics of the character, I think this was probably the character for Ving Rhames. You know, the, the, uh, you know, gun for hire type. Yeah, the tough, the well, tough they, sort of. Do they, 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 they want him to yeah. play his? Do they want him to play Marcellus Wallace again from Pulp Fiction? Basically, right? I mean, <laughs> is that what they're trying to do? Right. Okay. Right. I feel That's like typecast. I feel basically. like he wouldn't have been gonna play like the Timothy Hutton role. No, <laughs> no, probably like, not. Although Rams, I would, I would have maybe liked. He's if awesome. He was I love Bing Rams. <laughs> I would. I could. I could totally, like, not that that wouldn't be interesting. Just I can't see um, I can't see Johnny Depp threatening him. Right, yeah, right. it changes the movie. Guy like, shows up, yeah, you it stole changes my story. The whole movie. <laughs> Bing Graham shows up, you stole my story. Yes, sir, you're right, I did. Sorry, I'm sir. Sorry. Right. <laughs> I absolutely did. How sorry, much sir. money do you want? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, but yeah, I thought that was interesting. Like, uh, you know, who knows what the character was, but just based off of his uh, uh, career work and what kind of character he plays, I think he would have been perfect for that character so yeah, no offense to mr charles that. s dutton uh but i think he was second maybe all right he worked you know though. what sometimes second out. choice actually works out beautifully so yeah. he, he's good i like him yeah i thought he was great and so he so ken karsh charles s dutton tells ken that um he's gonna go get the magazine i mean sorry mort tells mort, ken yeah, yeah. he's gonna go get the magazine but he wants Ken to be with him when he shows it to John Shooter. Um, yeah. Just in case so he, he kind of goes crazy. He wants the tough guy. Yeah. Because um, they kind of allude to a situation that happened before. They're like, like uh, oh, he yeah. Says, remember, he says, remember and the last time. And it sounds like he may have right. stolen somebody's story before. Right. right. So th- this yeah. is maybe sure. not a first time thing. Right. And, and the last time the guy And they allude to that later where he talks to Amy about it. And he's like, you didn't tell anybody. Like nobody. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Nobody knows about that. Right. Nobody um, knows about so that. Yeah. Th- this is kind of the first mention of that. Like, you know, I want you there just in case anything like last time happens. Yeah. Yeah. Good catch. Um, so Mort drives to Amy's house and she's just leaving with her new boyfriend, Ted, who, as we mentioned, was played by Timothy Hutton. Um, and Mort quotes talking heads to himself. 
Yeah. He says, this is not my beautiful house. This is right. not my beautiful wife. This is not my beautiful house. This is not <laughs> great Anymore. <laughs> Anymore. Um, which, I, that's one of my favorite songs, but that's talking. That's heaven. neither here nor there. Wall Street, um, great movie, great Talking Head soundtrack. Yeah, go ahead. Oh, such a good movie. Um, and such a good, they're oh, yeah. just such a good band. They're so good. Um, I, I like them. I'll say I, my my ten cents. Uh, I like them, but I'm, I'm more of a metalhead. Like a, I'm more of a like deathcore kind of guy. If there's if there aren't seven strings and breakdowns, like I, I don't know, it doesn't really do a lot for me. Okay, I yeah, <laughs> I'm definitely more into the like the like a little bit dreamy, a little bit a little bit odd, but like still very melodic kind of music. Yeah, you know, I will say, you know, this is not a music podcast, but the closest I probably get to that is like Deftones, who I have recently rediscovered and forgot how much I love that band. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Yeah. But uh, yeah, anyways. (laughs) So we have the talking heads moment. Then he gets back to the cabin and Ken is asleep in his car. And at first, Mort thinks he's dead. Like, Mort sees, he's, like, got his head against the yeah. the steering wheel. And Mort, like, yeah, like, gingerly kind of knocks in the window. And he's like, whoa. Just, ca- just catching, a, catching a few winks. <laughs> yes. I was only asleep for 10 minutes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, so they go inside. And Ken checks the house for him. And then um, Ken asks if anyone else saw John Shooter. And Mort tells him that Tom Greenleaf did Tom because Greenleaf, right. when he was talking to um, when he was talking to John Shooter outside earlier, um, Tom Greenleaf is who drove, drove by. by in a truck. Yep. Yep. So we didn't know that was Tom Greenleaf. A, a nod. Give yeah, a, a nod. little. Right. Yeah, a little. Hey. Um, and Ken is staying at the motel where Mort caught his wife cheating. Mm-hmm. Just just a side note. <laughs> That Ken is staying there. Um, Mort hears a noise now. So Ken is gone. Mort's alone. He hears a noise and he grabs a fire poker and goes upstairs. And he starts to check in the wardrobe and he hears another ho- another noise behind him. So he calls out and then he runs in and he smashes a mirror. And then the shower door. <laughs> and it's a mouse. Yeah, I think he says like... I've, I've killed my mirror. I've, I've, killed, I've killed my mirror. <laughs> and and again, I like this, like, this humanity in him that he wraps the mouse in a towel and he gingerly yeah. takes it outside. Right. But he, like, starts to grab a cigarette on his way out and then he, like, stops himself and then he goes back for the cigarette anyways. Yeah. And then he lets the mouse go outside. Which um, I typically do. I, I I don't have it in me to to just kill a mouse. I'll let him. I'll usually take. I'll I, take I don't I'm think I gonna, could with a mouse. A spider a I can get rid of. Them <laughs> yeah. I can end if I'm not screaming in the corner. Yeah, um, spiders. Um, and I get plenty of them in this basement. I live in a hundred and twenty year old house. Ooh, um, uh, and I've done my ooh. best to. You guys can't see a lot of it, but. When I when we first moved here, it was what you think an old basement is. I've I've cleaned sure. so much and done all this, but somewhere there's a little crack somewhere, and spiders get in here, and they love they love my <laughs> studio. So <laughs> so usually when I come in, I gotta look around. It's it's a great atmosphere for a horror podcast. Though, I, will I was say gonna that. say, yeah, <laughs> absolutely. I you you wouldn't have heard it yet, but we talked in the last episode about how my first horror movie was arachnophobia, and that is how I found out that I had arachnophobia. So yeah, <laughs> yeah. For me, I, I think. 
I actually, because I, I knew about that movie, but I wouldn't watch it because I already knew I didn't like spiders. But I think the first, like, scary spider movie I watched was Eight-Legged Freaks. Oh, Eight-Legged oh, <laughs> Freaks! That movie's so bad. It's, it's so hard to bad. call a movie a scary movie because I think it was made to be, you know. Oh, I knew when a, I rented, yeah, it, yeah. rented it. I'm saying it's so old now. I, I just, that was like a, you know, go get a 12-pack and just throw that movie in because it's going to be yeah. awful, but you're just going to laugh the whole time. And those are honestly, like, my... David I, I love horror movies, but those are, like, my favorite kind of horror movies mm-hmm. where it's, like, they're in on the gag, like they get that oh, this yeah, is bad. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, um, yeah. Uh, those are those are just chef's kiss, like yes. <laughs> just there's like five thousand dollars spent on this movie. Well, it's probably more than that, but but it does. And it's just uh, right full of bad jokes, bad lines. Those are kind of my favorites. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, that's some good stuff. Um. Anyway, so after after Mort lets the mouse out, John shows up behind him and asks why he didn't get the magazine when he was at his wife's house. And John wants Mort to fix the ending because he says he wrecked it. Yeah. And then he tells Mort, had the perfect ending and you wrecked it. And then he tells Mort that his wife is purdy. Yeah. Um, And Mort grabs the shovel and he swings at John, but John catches it and pins him to a tree with the shovel like handle at his neck. Um, And then that night, Mort lays in bed and he's like tossing and turning. And the next morning... He eats Doritos for breakfast. Of course. Awesome. And he plugs the phone back in and it immediately rings. Oh, he, yeah, he's always unplugging his phone. That's right. I forgot about yeah, that. Yeah, he keeps oh, unplugging yeah. his phone yeah. so he can sleep. Yeah. So he plugs it back in and it's immediately ringing and it's Amy telling him that someone burned down their house. So he goes to see it and it's completely gutted. Yeah, it's like and nothing left. Yeah, it's it's literally like, em- like embers and like yeah. black charred. It is gone. Maybe one wall. Gone. And he has a memory of teasing her, like, as she's leaving from that house to go to work. Um, Again, showing that at one time they did have a good relationship. Yeah. And the fire chief there, um, who's the actor's name, by the way. I love this. The actor's name is Vlasta Vrana, which I just think is such a cool name. (laughs) So I just had to say that. I wanted to say it out loud. Shut up. Shout out to Vlastavrana. Yes. You have an awesome name. We yeah, love right. you. Um, so, so the fire chief says it was definitely arson, and the detective yeah. asks, you know, have you got I any like enemies? Because, like, yeah, definitely the victims of arson. Like, I just like I wanted somebody to be like, yeah, no shit. Yeah, <laughs> right. like really, really. <laughs> you think? Get out. He just got it like nonchalant. Like, job. yep, here it is. Some Good gasoline and a towel. Like, gotcha. Yeah. Like, yeah, we we figured, bud. Thank you. <laughs> Do you have any clues as to who? Yeah, and um, so the detective asks if they've got any enemies, and Mort tells the detective that he does have one. Right. And then they go to meet with the fire investigator, who gives them a list of possessions to go over. And, of course, Amy has brought Ted, and Mort is very upset about it and doesn't want him looking at the papers and, like, gets really surly. Right. Why don't you go take a walk, like I say, take a walk around the block a few hundred times. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, I think he says, I'll take a walk around the block, and he says, you know what, why don't you go crazy? Take two. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. A uh, little bit of trivia from this scene, too. Uh, so mm-hmm. when they're sitting there, um, he takes a drink from his glass. Mm-hmm. And you can see there's condensation on it. But then when they show it the next time, there's no condensation. Uh, and then the next time there is. Uh, and then the next time there yeah. isn't. Yeah, there you uh, go. <laughs> just, you know. All right. Kind of you got, the, tries, you got the goops in there. I like it. <laughs> yeah. So here's um, a good one. I don't know. I have to throw this out there. I've always thought of this one. I think it's in Casino. There's a great scene where someone's looking through a car window at one of the bosses. The boss is sitting in his car, 
and he's in the car, and it's a cut back and forth quick scene. And the first time he's in the car, he has a pack of cigarettes sitting on his lap. They cut back to, I think it's Joe Pesci or somebody, and it's literally like two seconds, not enough time to do anything in the car. And the shot goes back to the guy instantly. The pack of cigarettes is gone, back, and then it's, then it's back again. Like yeah. There's no time you could possibly have gotten your hand in there to move it and bring it back. Yep. Like It's those little like continuity things that you're supposed to have somebody on set for, but it's fun to see when they don't go right. I, I, yeah, that's yeah. yeah. I, I love yeah. looking for those goofy things. Yeah. I, I forget what show it was my wife and I were watching together. Oh, it was um, uh, Bates Motel. Oh, good show. Oh, that's uh, a good show, too. Amazing show. show. Yeah, uh, but I, she's not super into, like, scary and horror stuff, but, like, uh, I wanted to watch Baseball Hotel again, and I was like, yeah. like, babe, I think you dig it. Like, it's not, like, scary, scary. It's, it's not. No. More no. suspense. It's and more it's, dark. And, and yeah. it's funny. Honestly, yeah, it's funny, I, too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, it's a great show. I, I forget. Um, crazy. I wanted to, like, her name, uh, the, the actress who plays Norma, she's fantastic. Oh, Vera Farmiga. She's fantastic in that show. But there was a scene where the sheriff in that show, he... Romero? Was that Sheriff Romero? Yes. Uh, he's talking and you see his badge. And then... And it's gone. They go away and then they come back and it's gone. Yeah. And then I, I yeah. looked at my wife. She's like, I know you always like point the shit out. <laughs> or sometimes... I, I saw it. I saw it. <laughs> sometimes I've heard these stories that you never see the footage. They might shoot something where they're wearing a piece of wardrobe they're not supposed to. And they'll shoot an hour or so of footage and be like, oh, crap. You're not even supposed to be wearing that. And they have to go back and reshoot all that stuff again. Uh, so that, that, that happens sometimes too. Oh, that's a nightmare. Yeah. Uh. So, okay, so during this this meeting with the fire investigator, it also becomes very clear that Mort hasn't signed the divorce papers and that Amy's right. been waiting for, like, which it's is, been six months since they initiated the common, divorce. unfortunately, I think. And Yeah, and I think, like, my husband and I were talking about this, which is awkward because it's like my husband and I were talking <laughs> right. about this. So um, let's talk divorce papers. <laughs> <laughs> like, so divorce. But we were talking about it. We were like, well, we were like, well can't you – can't you get the divorce even if the other person doesn't yes. sign? Yes. And I think you can, but I think you have to wait know for like a long too. time. I know right. people that have, that have done this, yes. Yeah, I think I think it depends on the state, but I think in a lot of states you have to wait for like at least a year. Yes. And so that's why it's like a big deal that he's not signing the paper. She just wants it over with. Like, mm -hmm. Yeah, and it's interesting too because I think in real life, like to you know, speak about making the character more human – it is a very normal thing. It happens a lot, but it happens for different reasons. And I wonder what, because I don't think they ever really say, what is Mort's reason for not wanting to do it? Is it more of the, he's not ready to let go of it? Is that's it more, it is. this is the last thing that I have on that's, you that's and I'm right. not going to yeah. let you have it? That's exactly right. She uh, does at one point say, we've already we've already divvied up all the possessions and that's not a problem. So right. it definitely has to be some sort of emotional, emotional thing like yes. you're talking yeah. about, yes. I think. Yeah, just not why, ready to sever the connection. And I that's when you have kids involved. Yeah. It's even worse. Remember, yeah. in, remember in Twister, the whole movie they're trying to sign the divorce papers, but they never get a chance <laughs> yeah. to. Right. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. Another so, great bad movie. I love that. Oh, movie. I love oh, yeah. Twister. Oh. And I, now I've mentioned this before, and I'll say it again on this program. Do yourself a favor. Find a incredible surround sound system and watch Twister with surround sound. It is the greatest surround sound movie you will ever watch. I swear to God. I will put that on my, my list for uh, my Swear buddy. He has he's built like a home oh, theater downstairs. The tornado on the list is that's what we gotta watch. It will it will change your life. <laughs> I'm telling you, it, it, he'll 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 thank you. I'll I'm let you guys know. You. I'll let you know you guys know yes. what he thinks. You know, Twister. we have the bar that's supposed to like mimic surround sound. Yeah, I wonder not if so it much. Would still work. No, you need you need a five one or a seven one with a serious down firing subwoofer. Well, I think ours is five one. And that joint will. Oh my god. And we god. do have a we do have a subwoofer that sits in the back. 
Hey, try it out. Give it a yeah, shot. I'm just telling you, you got to have like that DTS encoded in the disc. Yeah, I, and that's the thing. I wouldn't go like a Netflix thing. Put in the disc, man, and like use oh, the encoded. Oh yeah, Netflix probably won't have it. Use yeah. the encoded disc that has that five or seven one in it. Yes, it is okay. awesome. All right, I'll don't make the do, don't sleep on DVD. I'm telling you, still they are outstanding. Oh, we still buy Blu-rays of our favorite movies. Halloween on Blu-ray. Come on now, in surround sound. Anyway, yeah. continue, please. <laughs> And continue. Please continue. <laughs> Sorry if you picked up my scribbling. Of, I, I was literally nope. writing down, Twister, make sure it's on DVD. Yeah, oh. yeah. You got to <laughs> yes. write that down or you'll yes. forget. So as they leave, Amy asks if if uh, he stole John Shooter's story. And he assures her, no, it was only that one time. So this is that callback yeah. to what he was talking about with Ken. Um, and then he asks her if she said anything to Ted. And she's like, no, of course not. And then Ted shows up and Mort digs at him for liking my things, nah. which is a shitty man thing to say. But <laughs> well, um, but Ted takes him outside to talk man to man because he's now very getting really upset. And you know and, what? Um, I can't argue with him here because you know what? This is something that happens a lot of times. But honestly, dude, look, you're an adult. Y'all's marriage is over. You need to like seriously leave me alone because I'm 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 dating this woman and I don't care. You guys are not married anymore as far as I'm concerned. Leave it alone. Dude. Yeah. Well, he even like Move says on. to him, he's like, "Look, man, we've talked about this. Right. Like, Let it go, you guys dude. were already over when we started. Let it go. Like, you may not have separated yet, but you were you were over. Like, yeah, you've been dude. over for months. Yes. So he's trying to like chill him out, and then Mort asks Ted where he's from, oh, and he yeah. says he's from Tennessee. Yeah little place called Shooter's Bay. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, a bit of screen kind of zooms in, moment of recognition on on Lord's face. (laughs) Shooter's Bay. Um, And so then when he gets back to the cabin, Ken isn't there. And Mort goes inside just as the phone is ringing. And um, so it's... uh, it's Ken and they talk about the magazine and um, it's gone now that the house is burned down but Ken right. says he got a copy from his agent for him FedEx it and then or yeah and then Ken also talked to Tom Greenleaf who at first said he saw John Shooter with more but then changed his story like he was scared right um, and Ken like hypothesizes that maybe John Shooter might have been hired by someone to kill Mort, but got out of control. Right. And um, and then they need physical evidence that John was there now. So Mort says, you know, well, I have bruises. Um, so they're going to meet for breakfast in the morning and then go see Tom Greenleaf. And uh, I love this. Mort lays in bed later on and says to himself, it is a good ending. <laughs> Which he's, you know, obviously talking about the manuscript. It's like, yeah, it is a good ending. It's better. I like it. Um, And then the next morning he wakes up on the couch and he's late for breakfast with with, uh, Ken. So he goes to leave, but his keys are gone. And outside, John Shooter's hat is sitting on the front porch. And Mort's car is running with the door open with John Shooter's brand of cigarette because he smokes a different brand. Different brand, yeah. In the ashtray. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, which actually there's a moment. No, I think it's about to come up. Yeah, yeah you're right. I it. think we're on the same page. Wait, okay. <laughs> okay. 
Um, so Mort shows up at the diner, but Ken isn't there and neither is Tom. And the waitress says no one of Ken's description was there. Um, and yeah, then he kind of Mort... walks through the aisles like, hey, like, where are you? Yeah, he's like looking, looking for around. him and she's like, nobody was here. And then isn't that when they try to give him the other brand of cigarettes? Yes. Yeah, so he's sitting there. Um, first, he, he kind of sits his hat on the bar and the guy looks at him weird. And then yep. he puts it on the seat next to him instead of next to him. Uh, like, you know, on the bar. Uh, and then they ask him, and I thought it was interesting too, just to, with, uh, uh, other than the guy who kind of gives him a weird look for setting his hat on the bar. Um, you'll There's a noticeable difference in how people interact with him in the town. Uh, now, yeah. there is later in the movie. That's true. And uh, I even think, as he's walking through he, the aisles and being loud. Um, but I think he offers him, I think it's Palmalls, which are, which are right. John Shooter's yeah. brand of cigarettes and he's like no i don't smoke yeah and the guy's like okay like <laughs> right. pretty sure you do but uh yeah guy's like all right and we you know at this point we just think oh well it's just not his brand but he always says he doesn't smoke even though he does smoke but he smokes a different brand so yeah there was somebody else who was it shooter when he says i think that he's standing outside and he walks up and shooter like, offers him a cigarette yeah yeah. yeah 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 later on shooter's like i thought you didn't smoke and he's like yeah. Like, <laughs> like, shut up. What, what do you want to Yeah. <laughs> um, so, yeah. So they say no one of Ken's description was there. Mort heads back to the cabin, but he stops because he sees Ted at the gas station. And he's, like, got this thing going now where he's, like, convincing himself that Ted, because Ted grew up in Shooter's Bay, that John Shooter was hired by Ted mm-hmm. to right. kill him. Right. And by stop, you mean he goes by... Re- puts it in reverse on, on this highway. Like right in the yes. middle of the road. <laughs> right. And he goes pulls, back. Pulls back in. Yeah. yeah. Um, and Ted says he was just on his way to Mort's place. Mm-hmm. And he's bringing the divorce, divorce papers to make Mort sign them. But Mort really thinks he was involved with John Shooter. And so he's yeah. like. And, and Ted kind that. of alludes to something. Like, uh, or he. I, he doesn't understand where Mort's coming from. He kind of says something along the lines of like, a lot of what's happening right now is my fault. Um, yeah, and, yeah. And that reinforces Mort's ideas. Uh, and yes, then I think yes. he says something else afterwards, like, uh, you know, we don't want things to get any worse or we don't, mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. something along those lines, something like a veiled threat. And of course that just, mm-hmm. Uh, Which could be a veiled threat or could literally be him like, like, seriously, please, we don't want this to get worse. Can we let all calm down? Like, it kind of could be either, right? Right. But in Mort's, uh, you know, uh, deteriorating mind. Twisted reality. Yeah, Mm -hmm, it it, it mm -hmm. is no no more than, uh, or no less than a threat. Uh, I saw something too, more trivia. I don't know if if you saw this one either. Uh, But in this scene, if you look behind it, You'll see there's a car, uh, car window rolled up and then down and then up <laughs> okay. and then down. Love it. <laughs> Somebody was getting hot in their car while right. there, some extra was in there like. <laughs> right. <laughs> dying. Um, dying he, here. He said a few things that I liked in that scene too. Uh, I liked when he, uh, 
he looked at him. This is kind of what I meant when he he felt like a little tougher, or at least he was feeling himself mm-hmm. than I think most characters in his vein do. When he tells him he's like, I don't respond well to intimidation. It makes me feel mm, icky. Right. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, like I don't that. know why, but that line stuck out to I me. I like that. That's uh, a good line. And then they, they kind of go back and forth. And I'm sorry if I'm, I'm uh, stealing No, no, no. Go for it. Um, but eventually, uh, Ted goes to throw a punch. I was going to say, when is, yeah, when is the scene where he, yeah, that's right, this is great. Goes to throw a punch, and that's he right. dodges it, and he hits the car, and then yep. Mark just walks away, and he says, bummer, Ted. Yeah. <laughs> and Ted's I like, love oh. that, too. That's right, that's so just good. Dude, that hurts, that hurts. Bummer, Ted. Oh, that's so good. <laughs> just gets back in his car and leaves. Um, just sorry, any if, if I miss any of the important stuff, my, my brain just went straight to the funny one-liners. That's no, okay. no, that's perfect. <laughs> that's fine. Um, so, like you said, he gets back in his car, he heads home. And now John Shooter's hat is like covering the phone, even though he'd put it before into a bag. Is it? I'm um, sorry. Can, are you guys picking her up this time? That's fine. Yep, She's you're good. good. She's okay. fine. Dogs, we love dogs. dogs. Are okay. Okay. Annie just wanted to be on the show too. She just wants to be on. She yeah. wanted to join us. <laughs> um. So yeah, the hat's on top of the phone, and then John calls him and tells Mort to meet him down the path where they met before. And Mort goes down and he finds Tom Greenleaf's truck there. And Tom and is in it. This was the one on the, the call, too. I, I like the way he said it. Um, anyone you call, is this when he says, anyone you call at this point is your responsibility? Oh, or I think that, so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Later? I think so. No, I, I, like I think that might be it. here. Uh, anyone you call is your responsibility here. and then just mm-hmm. hangs up. <laughs> yeah, I think that might be here. Um, because earlier he had told him, don't call the cops. Right, right. right. And Mort went to the cops, right? Because that's what you yes. generally do. And and I remember now the sheriff says, anytime someone says, "Don't call the cops," that's a that's about that's a, right when you should call that's the cops. The time when you call the cops, yeah. Yeah. So he had already called the cops, and now he's telling him, "Yeah, don't basically don't bring anyone else into this, or you're going right. to regret it." Um. So he goes down. He finds Tom Greenleaf's truck there, and Tom is in it with a screwdriver through his head. Yeah. A la Dawn of the Dead, a little bit. The screwdriver. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just saying. You know. And then um, Ken is in the back seat, and he's dead, too. Sure is. Yeah, yeah. So like, he, he kind of tries to talk to the guy in the driver's seat, like, hey, are you there? And then he knows yeah, it. Yeah, and then he's like, Goes ah. to throw up, puts <laughs> right. his hand on the glass, and then looks up and realizes another dead body. And he's like, oh. Yeah, that was crazy. And then, he, and then he sees the squirrel that's on the branch above him. Yes. It's just like. I'm so glad you I'm doing squirrel faces for those who can't see it. <laughs> I was wondering if anybody else would just like, you know, I don't know why we decided to fixate on the squirrel, but why? I'll do it. <laughs> why did we I do the know. squirrel? Who why knows? Not? I feel like that was one of those moments where like they were filming, they saw the squirrel and they were like, just get footage of that shit. Like, yeah, that's kind of funny. It, it's a squirrel. It's funny. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So like he it. sees the squirrel and then he promptly passes out. Yes. And when he wakes up, John Shooter tells him he's been out for three hours. Yeah, I was, like, I was gonna pin a note, a pin a note on you, but you yeah. get skittish. But you get right. skittish. And he tells Mort that he's linked him to both murders, and that he better bring the magazine to his cabin in two hours, or he'll burn his life to the ground. So That's Mort goes never back to, to the truck. No, I t- no, <laughs> I don't want to hear good. anything from John Shooter. Okay, no. like nothing, or frankly, Mort at this point, no. nothing from either of them. I, I want so. nothing to do with these people. Nothing. So Mort goes back to the truck and he squeamishly like tries to get the screwdriver out of Tom Greenleaf's head. And then he finally does it because he tells him he used his own his screwdriver. So he's like, got to get the screwdriver. 
And then he rolls the truck over a cliff and into the lake. And his watch strap gets caught on the gear <laughs> yeah. shifter. Oh, could you imagine that? That is like so something that would happen to some nut, oh you know? In, in comic fashion, going to roll it yeah. off, hits a uh-huh. rock. And he's Somehow like running with it. On the, oh my on the shifter. God. And he finally gets himself free, but his watch is still stuck in the gear shifter. So you're like, well, that's him in jail right there. Yeah. Right. right. Like, and I thought it was interesting. I, I wanted to talk about when they get to the to the end, uh, but I'll bring it up then because I, I was, uh, I guess we can go ahead and do it now, baby. Yeah, There's yeah, a sure. part later where, where the sheriff says, you know, like, we'll get something to tie you to it later. And I, mm. I, I almost wish there was a sequel or like if there would have been an Easter egg to kind of say, like, did they find it? Like, they, they found it, right? right. Like, they, they found the watch. Did they find <laughs> well, the watch at the end? Like, it's, it's that great. Like, have the like, it makes you keep after wanting more credits, the after credits shot of them like winching, wenching the, yeah. um, like in Psycho the when you're pulling out the car of the out of it. Yeah, like in yeah. Psycho, yeah. Totally. Um, so, uh, so yeah, so Amy now calls to check on Mort again. He's back home. And she asks him if he thinks things would be different if they didn't lose the baby. And she's crying. And he needs to go because he's, like, been, been, as he thinks, at least framed for murder. Yeah. And But he doesn't want to leave while she's so upset. So they talk about, like, the end of their marriage. And she asks yeah. him to sign the papers again. He gets Which really he angry. Like- yeah, he gets yeah, really cause, angry because there was there was a bit of a window into the relationship, like you said, and I, and I think they did a pretty good job of like outlining this situation and again like making it very human and very real. It's mm-hmm. you have this woman who did something that is obviously not okay, but you know, it you she kind of outlines why she felt the way she did, and then you know right. his reaction and and those things, and then just the, the just very human like what what would have been different. And then, you know, yeah. you hear about the losing the baby, which is, um, yeah, that that's yeah. something that's very hard for a relationship to recover from. And I, th- mm-hmm. I think they did a good job oh, for that's... spending maybe less than like five minutes of screen time on their relationship. I think they did a yeah. very good job of kind of telling yeah. you how convoluted it wasn't all bl- a black and white ending. to their Right. And you know that it. he's been dr- he drank a lot during their yeah. during their marriage and that w- contributed to everything. But one thing I really like that like you were saying in this when when they're talking about the end of their marriage and she's crying about losing the baby and stuff i think part of the reason he gets so angry when she then asks him to sign the papers is that he's kind of softened right towards her because you know they they loved each other at one point yeah. and they and they had this relationship this life together and i think he sort of gets it sort of gets to his heart when she's like crying and upset about how their marriage ended and and losing the baby and And then she says could you please just sign the papers and he just loses like oh yeah you were just worried about me huh like yeah right yeah yeah you were so worried about me said too which he was like you were never here and he's like i worked from home (laughs) yeah i worked from home yeah um yeah you know you were always drinking and like uh but i I thought that line was pretty funny too yeah yeah and so so he hangs up and he leaves um and then Amy goes to see Mort at the cabin. Yeah. But Mort's at the post office. Um, and so, dude, at first, my husband and I thought the girl who works there was um, Busy Phillips from Freaks and Geeks, but it's totally not. Oh, wow. Yeah, okay, I could see that, but it's, it's not. It's totally no. not. Um, but we thought it was Busy Phillips at first, and then we, oh, and wow. then when I looked it up and I was like, ah, oh, it's you mean not. Kim, and, Kim, right? It, uh, that scene still has wasn't, like something like we talked name? about earlier at the, the diner slash Kim. store um, where country store 
yeah, like when she goes to leave or when he goes to leave, she she kind of flirts with him. I think she even says like he's hot or something like oh, that. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. And then you, there's another interaction later that goes much differently. Uh, well, that's yeah. so that's at this point he he goes yes. to the post office <laughs> and he gets his UPS package from her and she tells him he doesn't really look too well. Yeah. And then as he's leaving. The sheriff comes up, but Mort tells him, like, he'll call him later. But I think that's yeah. when she says, I think that's when she's like, he's hot. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And I think something, too, I think it has started now that I wanted to bring up. I didn't know if you guys had caught or if it means anything. Okay. Um, I don't really know how to explain it uh, in audio form. But a couple of times, like, when he wakes up and as he starts to get a little more deranged, I'll say, he kind of starts doing, like, a thing with his jaw, like, Oh, he's ah. just totally going crazy. I mean, he's, uh, yeah, he's yeah. doing that. And I, I was yeah. wondering, like, is that any sort of a real... Obviously, I could have just Googled it, uh, but I didn't. Like, is that something that... I mean, he's just losing maybe touch happens, with, re- or... with reality. You yeah, know? I don't know. We, we find out, obviously. Well, I'm not going to say... We'll get to that in a second. Well, here. Maybe, yeah. it's, but... maybe it's stress, and it's like making sure. his jaw tight. Sure. Yeah, I, I just noticed that as the movie goes on, he kind of just starts to go like this, like, ah. Like, kind of touching his head and... Yeah, yeah, really, like, like, like opening like, his like, mouth and closing almost, it. Uh, just slowly going crazy, exactly. Yeah, right. yeah. I thought yeah, it was an interesting, yeah. uh, uh, just a little difference in showing you how he's just slipping a little. Further yeah, no, it's time. great. Mm-hmm. I think it's well done. Mm-hmm. That's a good point. I like that. Good catch. Um, so as he's leaving, um, the the post office, where I also thought it was cool. It was very like again, like a little thing where you got a peek at somebody's like personality. She has a UPS package for him, but it's the post office. And she she gives him the like I'm not really you know my boss would be pissed if I if he knew I was saving your UPS yeah. packages right. for you like because we're the USPS right <laughs> um, but yeah so that was a kind of fun moment too and then so at this point Amy is at his house he's leaving the post office and Ted has left to go find Amy to follow after her um, to Mort's house so Mort gets the hat cabin and he's in his car and he picks up the package and realizes that it's been opened. Right. And the magazine is in there, but the story has been cut out of it. And yeah, right. this scene is awesome. The way that it, right. it plays and he, itself out. And he does the scene. thing where he talks to himself in his head and mm-hmm. he thinks to himself like, okay, well, John cut the story out, but how? Yeah. And then the like him inside his head says, think about it. Yeah, think about it. How? Think about it. <laughs> and here's another bit of trivia. So the second story in the table of contents in the magazine is called The Long Walk. And that is a title of a book by Richard Bachman, who who is a pseudonym of Stephen King. That's right. Very good. Very good. I have not read this, but yes. (laughs) So, yeah. Okay. So did anyone else have the thought like, well, you would have had it earlier because I saw that one too. And now you're hearing it now. Did Mm -hmm. any of you think like, I should read more Richard Bachman. <laughs> I try because I never did read. I I know of I mean, it. But first, I, never I did. should probably read more Stephen King. <laughs> so yeah, Richard, there you go. <laughs> real quick, Richard Bachman wrote Ray or Richard Bachman, Stephen King, whatever name you want to use, wrote Rage, which is like the sequel for Carrie, I think. And they also um, there's another one he did with under that name that I tried to read and I couldn't get through it. And I don't even remember what it was now. So whatever. Um, okay, so. When we last left Mort, he was uh, noticing that the the pieces, the, the piece that he had written in the magazine had been ripped out of it. And so he goes inside, and now he puts John Shooter's hat on, 
and he walks yeah. up to the mirror and Mind Mort is here. That's what I'm going to call him. Mind Mort. I like that. So Mind Mort. the guy who he's been talking to himself in his head, like, is now physically, like, we can see Mind Mort. And Mort's, like, talking to himself about what's going on. Yeah, and did like, you notice? Uh, he left you the hat. Yeah. Why would he want me to put it on? Why would he want me to put on his hat? Why would he want me to put on his hat? Right. And did you Maybe notice he just wants that? To get in your head, confuse you. Oh, I'm plenty confused. I think at this <laughs> point, the first time, I, the first time I'd seen this, I'm really starting to be like, okay, this is really cool, but yeah. I really still did not know where this is going. So yeah, yeah. I yeah. felt the same way. Like, yeah. like, it, and that's why I go? love this scene so much because yeah. it just it happens very quickly, and mm-hmm. there are subtle things that you notice throughout the movie, but right. It's, it, it, having watched this a few times in the last couple of days, like I almost like appreciate it more than I used to because I caught little things throughout the movie. That, like, yeah. oh, you're starting to really see him kind yeah. of lose it a little bit. Yeah. And, yeah. and then with the first time you watch it, this scene does seem very abrupt. Yeah. Like just yeah. he just he just like full on mind actually splits. There is mind mort physically mind manifested. Mort. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. um, having the conversation and. Uh, yeah, it's it's a it's it's a great scene, and Johnny Depp, both of them uh, do a really good job. <laughs> both Johnny right. Depp's are great in it. <laughs> yeah, and right. Mind Mort, if you noticed, is like less frazzled than Real Mort. Yeah, like he's, he's still in out. the torn up bath t- bathrobe, but he's he just doesn't seem as like right as messy. Yeah, he's um, like, come on, man, get it. Like you get it. Think about it. You know then, what's going on. So right. then Mort realizes that he doesn't have bruises on his arm. And Mind Mort says, there is no John Shooter. You invented him. Yeah, I like that part where he's like, he's bum, like, bum, uh, bum. well, I have his bruises, don't I? Yeah. And he's like, I don't know. Do you? Yeah, so. and he doesn't. <laughs> um, so Mort throws something at Mind Mort. And a crack starts, like hits Tharks in the wall and goes to the whole cabin, like goes up yeah, the wall, across the weird. ceiling, and like down the wall behind him. And then Mort looks in the mirror, but he sees his back. Yes, that scene is cool. Like, and that, he, that shot is cool. Yes, it's so good. And when he turns away from the mirror, his his the mirror him turns too. And then he's like, what is happening to me? And, and, and so, this is where earlier when I talked about a shot that was like almost unnecessary, but it was cool how they did it. Like it kind of comes into the mirror, mm-hmm. but then it like becomes right. like that view and i was like okay like you didn't need to do that and even with the special effects like breaking the house right like, it was right. like like unnecessary but it was but cool so like, i like cool. what you guys did <laughs> and and also so that like thing where he's looking into the mirror and seeing the reflection of the back of his head is actually a reference to um Rene Magritte's paintings, Belgian surrealist painter, um, like Reproduction Interdite. He did the guy with all the bowler hats, like the apple face and the bowler yeah, hats. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, I yeah. saw that, but I, 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 I'm very uncultured in in yeah. the world of uh, fine arts. You know what? Though, um, so many of these shots and compositions are they're they're, they're all from paintings, and they're all yeah. Famous. I just yeah. love when those things come yeah. up, even if I don't know what they are at first. I'm like, yeah, it's just great. so cool. Yeah, and I, I wonder too because I know like. As you know, I started to get more into like music and the world of like editing sound and doing certain things. There are like so- certain things, uh, like you get a little jaded, and things that I used to think were pretty cool. I'm like, oh, that's just a simple, like, you know, everybody does this, right. or oh, that's right. just a nod to this. And I wonder if people who you know have studied filmmaking and stuff, if you get jaded in that way, where like things that I think are so cool, like, oh, they use this uh you know this shot or uh, this is an homage to to this artist but they're like people do this all the time 
it's you know it's no but it's always cool i never get that <laughs> yeah never gets i don't old. think i'm quite enough of an expert to not be like that's cool all yeah. the time oh, yeah still. it's always great um okay so he's doing the thing in the mirror and he says what is happening to me and then john shooter is suddenly there and he's walking down the stairs and he's telling mort that he's a construct in mort's mind and he did what mort wanted him to yeah, I did. Every, you gave me my name. I, I did, you know, mm-hmm. exactly what you told me to do. I did exactly what you told me to do. <laughs> and, and that seems cool, too. Oh, yeah. And we see the flashback, right, of Mort finding the hat at a flea market with Amy and joking about how he looks like a dairy farmer from Mississippi and yeah. doing the voice, the really bad Southern yeah. accent. <laughs> yeah. Which which makes sense, too, right? Because what. You're like, why is this southern accent so crappy? Well, because yeah. it's not a real southern accent. Yeah, it, it's a little right? meta. Like, it's like they Mort's... kind of like the accent is bad, but it's because right. the person who wrote the character didn't really understand the accent. Right, it's so. because Mort uh. can't do the accent, so then John Shooter can't do the accent either. So John again is saying he wants Mort to fix the ending of the story, and um, Amy gets it's to the cabin left. now. And she finds the magazine pages on the ground outside. So he's clearly ripped them out and thrown them away right. before, he, right before he went, why aren't they there? Um, and she knocks on the door and she doesn't get an answer. She just heads inside. The cabin is a god-awful mess. And she notices that there's Jack Daniels there. So he's been drinking again. Mm. She calls out to Mort and to Chico. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, that that little part, like I I'd gotten over it. I know, I moved on. <laughs> I know. But then when she called for him, I'm like, oh, Chico. He's like Chico, and he was such like, a happy no. little old man too. Like he was such a cute little guy. Yeah. Move on, move on, move on, move on. Okay, Amy goes upstairs. She picks up the manuscript from his desk, and it says. Um, shooter under on the desk underneath the manuscript it's and it says shooter everywhere up there like it's in the walls it's on the mm-hmm. desk it's everywhere yeah. yeah and the bedroom door swings open and mort is behind it but he's in the hat and he's john shooter now yeah totally um, yeah he's completely john shooter, yeah, he's yes. completely yeah. john shooter but it's but it's johnny depp so he's john shooter now this is um, kind of like um this is like from The Shining. Danny isn't here, Mrs. Torrance anymore. Yeah, yeah. yeah. This is John Shooter. Very now. similar. Very yeah. similar. No, Mrs. Torrance. Danny, Danny isn't here. And Danny honestly, it has something here. very Mrs. similar to Torrance. the, uh, not necessarily backwards, but like another kind of diff- uh, writing difference where, so it said uh, Shooter all over the walls, but then when you see him standing behind the door when the door swings open, it says Shoot on one side and Her on the mm, other how side. How about that? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I love that. I so another that. little bit that's of a good. like, yeah, that was great. Yeah, yeah. Shoot her, yeah, that's good. Um, so he backs her down the stairs, and he pulls scissors from behind her back, and he tries to stab her, but she runs and she gets in her car. But before she can get the car to like start and and pull out, he smashes the window with a stone and he drags her out of the car and back into the cabin. And like, yeah, this is all she pretty tried... brutal. Yeah, yeah. It, yeah, it is pretty rough. Like when you think about it. If you like remove yourself from the context, this is a movie. This is a very rough, like realistic scene. Sure. Yeah, um, yeah. And uh, because I think if it was a movie and you were doing it was John Turturro, like, and he was the big guy, but I think they should, it was just two normal people, and this one's fighting for her life, doing her best final girl mm-hmm. impression. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then she finally gets dragged back in the house. And I wanted to, I wanted to say this earlier, but I didn't because I didn't want to give too many spoilers away. But we're pretty close now. There was a line. Yeah. Did you, or did you already have it queued up? No, no. Uh, say it. Say it. Oh. 
that a shooter had early in the movie. He said, you look like the kind of man that's ready to knock a man's head off his shoulder with a shovel. Oh, yeah, uh-huh. Uh, and here we go. Yeah. yeah. Right. <laughs> and here we go, guys. Um, so he stabs her leg with the screwdriver, but she kicks him in the face. She runs outside and falls, and she hits her head in a stone. And Mort's about to kill her when he hears a car engine. And here comes Ted. And he's calling hey, for Amy. And Mort whaps him in the face with the shovel. Mm-hmm. And he kills Ted. Bye. Yep. Just, just yeah, just... It doesn't like show jabbing it, but him, you get the jabbing chance. at him with the <laughs> the shovel like over and over and over. Mm. Um, I mean, like pretty much, it seems like he must be separating his head. Yeah, and He's she does like, a good job too. I, I think yeah. it was a very believable scene too. Like her screams, like I like. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think it's very believable. Like it, it didn't it didn't come off as corny or anything like that. Uh, that yeah. was a pretty. I couldn't imagine watching someone I love's head get taken off with the especially show. No. by someone who you had loved and been so intimate with like Which, well yeah. but the thing is that that actually happens all the time i, I, I hate to tell you guys yeah. this is That's this, is, how, not an, yeah. this yeah. is not an uncommon thing in life this is not this is not no. uncommon. Yeah, domestic violence it, is as real. awful as that is to say this is not yeah. uncommon well, and bringing in the fact like that he's completely disassociated at this point too like that is also that not- oh, yeah. i can't speak for but yeah, this yeah. but stuff like this is 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 very sadly very common yeah, yeah. So he's killed Ted. He turns back to Amy and he quotes the correct ending to his short story saying, I'm sure that in time her death will be ev- a mystery even to me. And we cut away, but he's clearly killing her. It is a good her. ending. It is a good It's ending. a very good ending. <laughs> uh-huh. yeah. And then we cut to post office girl at the grocery store and Mort gets in line behind her and he like shows her his new braces and he's all clean and his hair is all like done nice and he's wearing braces and he starts to ask her out but she's like really nervous and she leaves really quickly and um back at Mort's cabin the sheriff shows up and the the place is perfectly clean but there's like a shit ton of I uh, know a metric shit ton of <laughs> corn in the kitchen. It sure is. And Mort is upstairs writing and eating corn. And this is when Sheriff tells Mort he knows what he did, and they can't get him right away. But he doesn't want him to come into town anymore. Right. Needs you to go to the next town. Yep. Yeah. yeah you need to go somewhere else. Your shopping. Are, are spooked when you come into town. Yeah. And so, like, basically everybody knows that he has killed his wife and Ted. Everybody can't knows that it. he's killed other people. Yeah, like everybody knows, Small but they can't stuff. prove it yet. So Mort's really calm about it. And he tells the sheriff, the most important part is the ending. And this one is very good. And the sheriff is like, huh? Eh. <laughs> you fucking did this, man. Right. <laughs> and, <laughs> and we go out the window to see yeah. stalks of corn which are obviously over where he buried her and Ted. Mm-hmm, that's right. Um, and Mort crunches into an ear of corn. And yeah, that's braces the end of the movie. All, which braces really bothered me because uh, I don't think anyone with braces would eat corn. No, on the you cob have that to way. cut it off. You can't eat corn on the cob. You have to cut oh, the like corn old off. People, they can't eat corn on the cob. So yeah. this makes me want to go get an ear of corn right now because it's delicious. Yes. Um, yes. But. I mean, interesting. He eats lots of Doritos and then corn on itself. He likes corn a lot. I don't know. Is that a random connection? Am I just corn making, chips? Am I just yeah, making I that it. up? Doritos yeah. and corn. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, Maybe. 
Maybe it was already it's, a corn thing because they're corn maybe. chips. Yeah. But yeah, he does like his corn. But yeah. Yeah. So anyway. I tend to think it was probably that Dorito was giving them that, oh, that mean, Gumby just, gold. But I'm just pulling that out of my. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, I, I agree, though. That, that does make me want some corn. It's one of the few things my son will eat consistently. Oh, too. Corn he's, corn. he's three. And corn uh, on the that, cob with butter and salt. Oh, yeah. Oh. That dude will he'll, he'll put Ooh. down two ears of corn. It's <laughs> so good. So he, good. Could hang out, he could hang out with Mort. Yeah. So anyway, yeah. we love no, everything today. You know yeah, what? I, that is um, it's a good movie. I, like I said, I, I now I really need to watch, read the little short story. It's really cool, though. Like I said, I, I, I didn't know where it was going to go, and when it did happen, it got me. Mm-hmm. I like something that gets me where I feel like I should have known it was coming, but I didn't. But yeah. it was really good. It was, yeah. And, and, it's, and it, then it's, when you I go back and you watch it again and you can see those yes, little, like, yes. and you know that they built it with uh-huh. those and did it very intentionally. Yes. Like, that's yeah, like we good talked about filmmaking. With the yeah. dog. It's like, good. early yes. on, you know, Chico did not pay Shooter any mind. He walked right by him mm-hmm. because Shooter wasn't there. That's right. Uh, right. So uh, the, the, it, the, the more you watch it, uh, it makes me wonder how many movies I need to go watch a few times in a row. So it, it made me, <laughs> yeah, I remember, I remember at the end of Saw, when the first time I saw it, I was sat there and I went, son of a bitch. <laughs> and I kind of yeah. felt like I needed to say that when I, at the end of this one too, the first time, like, damn. Like it's awesome. I'm so glad it got me. But how did I not see it come? But yeah, no, great job. I, I I thought it was I thought it was excellent. It's a great movie. Yeah, I it's think a it's great a great movie. movie. And like yeah. I said, I've talked to a few friends, and I think they thought it was just like too slow. And then like, yes, there is a gotcha moment at the end, but that's yeah. not everybody's cup of tea. I I thought it was a great movie. Plus, I'm just a like most people who were born, you know. In around the time I was, I'm, I'm a Johnny Depp stan. Sure. Oh yeah, <laughs> totally. So, um, um, yeah. Yeah, and I think the only thing for me at this point yeah. is, am I now because I went the other direction? Am I going to be disappointed by now reading the short story after seeing the movie like four times? We'll see how that goes. Yeah, I wonder. I wonder yeah. what will we'll happen see. that way. We'll uh, yeah. I kind of like doing it that way now, like. I used to like reading the book first and then watching the movie. And now I feel like I like watching the movie because then I'm less apt to be, I get like, usually when you read the book, you get more than you got yeah. in the movie. You Whereas if you read, like yeah, if you read the book first and then you watch the movie, you're like, Oh, they left so this out. They left that out. That's the question. I've all, I know I'll never know this unless I can, unless you guys have some sort of time travel you can turn me on to, which would be great. Um, I yeah, right over here in the basement. Man. Sweet, I got I'm coming over. Um, you know, because I saw The Shining when I was a kid. I saw the movie a, a thousand times before I read the book. I always will wonder what would I have thought if I had read that book first. So who knows? Oh, you know? right. Oh yeah, true. Yeah, to me the one that like I noticed the most differences and like, the it was probably the first one too that I, it, that's probably why it sticks out so much in my mind. But it was uh, the Lord of the Rings. I remember reading those books. And then, like, they started making the movies. Um, yeah, yeah. And, yes, I, I was in one of the schools. I don't know if you guys remember, like, the AR reading stuff where you would get, like, points for reading mm-hmm. books. And okay. so I mean, that I, was one of them. I was probably so supposed to do a those. lot of things in school. I did none of them, so yeah, whatever. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> well, uh, like, you'd get points, and then you could buy things with the points. So I would yeah, pick up I wasn't big on points. <laughs> uh, that, that's how I found out I loved fantasy novels. Well, I started with uh, Lord of the Rings, and then uh, I started watching those movies. And I was just like, now as an adult, I get it. Yeah. There's those books are so much in them and they're so well written. You can't fit all of that. No, it's impossible. Yeah. It's impossible. You just can't see. Do it. You can't do I it. feel like in a way they didn't cut enough out of the movies. 
They were way <laughs> too long for me. I was like, They're pretty long. I, I, you can I, I've drop never read some it. of the hobbits crying. You can drop some of the like swooping over the yeah. scenery. And, I'm bored. And, and I Stop. love it. Move I along. think the score and everything in it is great. Like I, there was one time it was when my wife and I were still dating. It was relatively early on, and I was like, uh, I really feel like I know this is weird. I'm the only guy you've ever dated like this. I'm the only nerd you ever really dated. I'm really feeling I want a Lord of the Rings movie marathon. I'm gonna watch Ooh. them all in one day. You better. Wow, and she's like, I'll do it with you. I'm like, are you sure? Like, because I, I was just telling you just so like you knew into. like right. there's gonna be like nine hours where I'm just mm. like disassociating and I'm just watching these movies. She's like, yeah, I'll do it. We made it like one and a half movies through. Like, do we have to? I was like, no, it's fine. I'll do this another time. <laughs> I get it. I get it. Yeah. Like, this is. And this I is love a... <laughs> that stuff. I just for some reason those movies. I'm like, they're too long for me. Uh, I, I never... definitely get it. And I will say, even even as like an avid fan who's watched who's done the marathon a couple of times that third one you're like man let's get to mordor <laughs> let's go it's I don't, time all this move there. along people move along never read the okay. books never seen the movies oh uh, don't really don't know anything oh, wow i don't do any fantasy or stuff like that nope okay never okay. seen him i know um, they're amazing I, and I mean, peter jackson right he's like the man but um i've never seen him yeah no well and, and well you, you get two different well the the two most popular opinions here you have me who's, yeah they're awesome. Nothing is wrong with them. And the, the other is, man, they are really long. <laughs> and they I know they're long. long. I, know, I do know they are long movies. Yeah. Somebody yeah. needs uh, to do a super cut that puts them down into like maybe two movies. Oh, wow. Good luck with that. Maybe you guys can do that. You guys can work on that. That's your next project. Oh, yes. Good go. Um, except that then I have to watch all the crying to cut it out. And that's just a lot. Um, okay. So Cameron. Tell us where people can find you. I know Unwanted Things podcast. Where else are you? Okay, so Unwanted Things, uh, the page is, um, they have, it has a Twitter, it has a Facebook, um, and you can find that podcast pretty much everywhere. Um, I don't really have like an artist page as like me, which maybe now that I do have like multiple podcasts, I you probably gotta, should. You gotta blow it up, dude. You gotta blow it up. be smart. Um, but, uh, I also do, I do a show, um, which maybe is not as interesting, uh, for the people that, that do that or that would be listening to this. My friend Katie and I, we do a show kind of when we feel like it. Uh, um, basically we just kind of, uh, is that the name of it also kind of when we feel like people. it, <laughs> it's called help us on the way. So okay. we just answer people's questions and okay. we just kind of talk about okay. what's going on in our lives and try to answer some people's questions. Oh, cool. in our lives. So that's, that's yeah. also kind of why that show is hit or miss as far as you know we're mm -hmm. not uh, great mm -hmm. with the dates yeah because it, we need people's questions <laughs> uh, uh, so so that sort of takes some time but I, I have another show that's coming out very soon that is also um it, it is not on itunes yet and i think it's because we've used some third-party music that we do have permission to but it's just been kind of a trudge yep. to yeah. get it approved um but you can find us on spotify and most other pod chasers but anything that uses the iTunes directory, we're not there yet. We will be soon. Uh, the podcast is called Anarium. Uh, Can you spell that for well. people? I, I was going to. Uh, so that's A-N-E-R-E-U-M. Um, and to give it a quick a quick summation, uh, Anarium is a uh, government agency, a secret government agency, of course, um, that uh, think um, like Hellboy meets Ooh, okay um like supernatural kind of men in black so this organization like these there are monsters in this world and these monsters have every bit of a right to exist as you and me and they also have the right to hunt but they need 
the proper paperwork. <laughs> ah, permits, man. You got to have permits, even if you're a you monster. You got to have your permits. So um, as agents of Anarium, the three main characters, our job is to um, investigate certain situations. Uh, there's a vampire attack uh, in Omaha, but uh, we don't have any registered vampires there. So we need to figure out why this happened. Um, and we three agents uh, go investigate it. And of course, as, as any uh, good secret government agency, there is, of course, something uh, more nefarious going on that we will discover uh, as we go, which as uh, my, myself, uh, I play the show. Uh, I, I play, um, and also I guess I should say too, it's a tabletop role-playing game. Mm-hmm. It's a live play podcast. So this isn't just nice. like a, a story we wrote. Uh, Samuel Herber, he wrote the story and he's also the game master. Um, and he knows everything that's going to happen. And then us three idiots, uh, myself, uh, Rob Hamilton and Taylor Katrin, we try to figure it out and not get too far <laughs> off track. Uh, we're playing a game. It's called uh, Monster of the Week. Think Dungeons and Dragons. Mm-hmm. The dice are going to kind of tell us where we go. Um, it's comedy. It's going to be a little scary. There's an episode where we kind of deal with some spiders. Or it hasn't happened yet. No! Uh, technically. <laughs> uh, but I will say, like, I, I hate spiders, man. And this, this damn episode gave me the creeps just doing it. Um, but I'm, I'm very excited about that podcast. Uh, tomorrow, there's a new episode of that show and Unwanted Things dropping. So, nice. um, yeah, busy month, busy, spooky month for, for this. Good. For this Good. Guy. Nice, nice. And we'll put links to those on yeah. the show notes so people can find them. And uh, next up, everybody, we will be talking about the original suspiria which i am super excited about because it's so good i love those giallo films yeah yeah um and so please remember guys to subscribe to the podcast rate and review us on itunes spotify wherever you're listening so that more people can find us it's really important those reviews really help people they put us up higher so that people can see that we're out there and find us and um, don't forget to send us your movie suggestions and your thoughts on the movies we've watched so far at thescarymovieproject at gmail.com. And follow us on Facebook and Instagram at The Scary Movie Project. Peace out. If you're out on your bike, please wear white. <laughs> the Scary Movie Project podcast is produced by Tara Garwood and Matt Lulich. Learn more at thescarymovieproject.com. Welcome to the All 80s Movies Podcast. I'm Bill. And I'm Jason. And this is the podcast where we talk about the blockbusters, the flops, and everything in between from one of the freshest decades for movies, the 1980s. So whether you're a brain, a jock, a valley girl, or a Jedi, we've got some 80s classics for you. Do these movies stand the test of time? Are we discovering something new? Is there an 80s movie we're finally watching for the first time? Join us each week as we dive into the cinematic nostalgia that inspired and influenced a generation. From the hits to the cult classics, we'll discuss our earliest memories, favorite scenes, fun facts, and our not-so-favorite movie moments, too. It's the All 80s Movies Podcast, now available on all major streaming platforms. Please subscribe and happy listening.